open our Bibles, please, to Philippians chapter 2. Now, um, we're certainly glad everyone's here this morning. And, and again, this is not our normal service, and, and, uh, you know, but we're just doing things a little bit different. And uh, we're going to have a devotion, and then we're going to have some worship music. And then, listen, then we're going to auction off some cakes and pies. Yeah, everybody say amen. And so, and so I hope you brought your pocketbook. So we've got like five or six we're going to auction, auction in here. But, but look, we prepared a meal for everybody. And so we want you to go and, and make a donation. And then all the monies, proceeds that we received today from the cake auction and from the, from the dinner, it all goes towards the youth and the children's ministry to help them go to camp. All right. Camp is so expensive now. I mean, you know, you're looking at 250 bucks, $300 to go to camp. And some of these, you know, and look, when you got multiple kids, it's just, it's just so hard. So, so if you would just help us to, to send some kids to camp, okay? All right, here we go, Philippians chapter 2, and then um, let's, let's look at a couple of things. And so I've entitled the message, and again, just kind of a light day today, but uh, it's important to have a happy home. Everybody say amen. You know, um, it's important for our church to be a happy home. And, and you know, we are a family, and William, you know... You're right. Um, our, our students are so important. Our children are so important, and they 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 are the now. It's it's not the, it's not the future. Good Lord. <laughs> that scared me. And 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 but they're the now. They're the now. And I never thought about that, William. You know that old African proverb. You know it takes a village to raise raise a child and. Do, 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 do we want the world raising our children? No, it's, it's the church. And so, and so we, we do challenge everyone. Number one is, is, is that there's a ministry for you. God has given you talents. Maybe you don't know what they are yet, but you need to be using them for Jesus Christ. Everybody say amen. And, and, and so, but, but, uh, but we, need to be, we need to be focused on, on, our, on our kids and what we can do and to help mold them and to make them. But uh, having a happy home, I think it's important that we have a happy home right here at Cornerstone. But it's also true they make application that your home is a happy home. We, we, you need a happy home. And so let me just give you five points real quick, 10 minutes of what you can incorporate into your life here at Cornerstone but also that you can incorporate in your homes to make your home a happy home because it's a happy home that's going to inspire each other to inspire our children to be all that we can be for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what's important, right, everybody? All right, so look with me at Philippians chapter 2. Now, the book of Philippians is about relationships. And so we, when we come to chapter 2 and we look at verse 1, it says, therefore. Now, remember when you see the word therefore, Word therefore means that it's resuming a thought that was already given. And so the thought that was given, we find it in chapter 1, verse 27 and 28, and it's about being Christ-like. And so then we have verse 29 and 30, and so, and so the author, God, says, therefore, and so he resumes the thought, and he says, therefore, if. Now the word if does not denote, it denotes fact, not doubt. It could be better interpreted since. Okay, y'all with me here? I just want to get you to have the right, right understanding of this, of this scripture. So it's about relationships. It's, it's, it's about what we're supposed to have, some, some qualities, some, 
some attributes that we have to make our homes happy, to make our church a happy place, because God wants us to have a happy place, right? And so he says, therefore, if or since, he says, therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if there is any consolation of love, if there is any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion, he says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent one on one purpose. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but everything you do, do with humility of mind. Regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interest of others. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. And we pray and we thank you for these, for these wise guys, Lord, that's putting, that has put your word into their hearts and to their minds. And we just pray again, Lord, that you'll just protect that. And Lord, that'll just help mold them and, and teach them to, just to be uh, who you want them to be, Lord, through these character qualities. And Lord, this morning, as we just look real briefly at this text, Lord, and I pray that all of us will have a conviction, have a, have a heart conviction about making our homes a happy home. And, Lord, that we can take these five characteristics and apply it to our life. We love you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the home's an important place. Do you all agree with that? Certainly it is. Um, our homes are very important. And, you know, we, we understand that the family is permanent. The family is not temporary. Get that. The family is permanent. It's not temporary. The family is essential, not convenient. God is permanent, and God is essential, and so should the family be built and sustained through his power and his word. Now, all throughout the Bible, we find families, and starting with Adam and Eve, and on through with Abraham and Sarah and David, um, but you know, they all had problems. You ever, you ever notice that in the Bible? You know, you think when you get in the Bible that everybody's going to be perfect, but when you, you can't, there's not one family in, that you read about in the Bible that was perfect. All of them had problems. I mean, look, look at David and Bathsheba. Look at, you know, Tommy was, Tommy was reading um, um, out of First or Second Samuel, I think it was this week, and, 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 and she just kind of cried out and said, why, I feel so sorry for David when David had to go after Absalom, his own son, who, re, who rebelled against him. And, of course, his own son met, met his death. And, and, and so I'm making a point here. And, and, so, and so everyone is faced with hard times, and everyone's, and every family is faced, faced with difficulties. But it's what you do through those times and how, is how you come out of those things. Everybody say amen. You know, you heard me say it once before, I think it was during Christmas, that, you know, when my family gets together and we can spend two or three days together, don't have to call 911, we, we, we had a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, <laughs> pretty good time at our house. But we, we all have our, we all have our, our, our difficulties. And so, so, but what are some qualities that we can bring into our home to make sure that we have a home that is a happy home? I love what uh, David uh, says in Psalms 101 one verse two, uh, David says this, he says, I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. And what David is saying is, is that I, I'm not going to be the perfect person, but I'm going to walk into my home and I'm going to lead my family with righteousness by God's word, 
I'm going to be upright. And you know, Cornerstone, we have to walk into our homes, and we need to walk. And each time we walk into our homes, and our homes are our families, we need to make sure that we walk in with a perfect heart, with an upright heart, and that our intentions are just to glorify God through his righteousness that he gives to us. Amen? So let me give you five qualities that you need to put into your home, all right? Five qualities to put into your home. Number one, a happy home is always going to be a place of encouragement. Hey, write that down. Look at me. Write that down. Your home should be a place of encouragement. Uh, The word uh, consolation means encouragement. Uh, It means to pick each other up. It means to make each other feel good about themselves. Listen, Listen to me. People needs encouragement. Parents, spouses, wives, husbands, and kids, everybody needs encouragement. Take time to encourage one another. Kids, encourage your parents when they cook something you don't like it. Even if it's Brussels, Brussels sprouts, say, yeah, right? That's be kind of hard, won't it? But, you know, be an encouragement, right? We always need to be, our homes need to be a place of encouragement. I remember our kids when they were young, and thank God those days are over with. But anyways, I remember when our kids were young, I remember that they needed encouragement. I remember that Matthew was scared to death to ride his bike without training wheels. Do you remember that, Tommy? I mean, it took forever and forever and ever to get, I won't spend too much time, but you know, to, to get him to ride that bike without training wheels. But we encouraged him. Of course, threatening didn't work, but we encouraged him, and we encouraged him, and he finally did it, and even today, he can still ride a bike, so amen. I remember uh, Tommy, she was always scared to sing solos at church, and, uh, but, uh, but we kept encouraging her. Everybody needs encouragement. Um, Allison, she was always scared that uh, someone's going to break into the house and kidnap her, so always had to encourage her that nobody wants you, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even want you, no. You, you want to hear a funny thing? Um, no, we do want you, baby. But you know what a funny thing was? Is, is Two weeks ago, she called me up, and she said, Dad, Dad. I said, yes. Dad, there's some creep following me. And I said, well, where are you at? She says, I'm in, she goes, I'm at Walmart parking lot. I said, well, there's thousands of people. <laughs> she says, well, I said, so anyways, you know what I did? I didn't just hang up on her. I just stayed on the phone. I said, hey, stay on the phone with me. Walk to your car, get in, lock it up. So, hey, here's what I'm saying is everybody has bad days. Everybody has weaknesses in our families, in our church. And we need to be a place that, that encourages one another. Our home should be a place that we encourage each other. Listen, sometimes that encouragement is, is telling the truth. And when, and, when we, and when we have to tell somebody what they don't want to hear, but to encourage them to make them a better person in Christ, we can do it in truth, but we do it in grace, right? But our home should be a place, number one, of encouragement. Let's encourage one another. Number two, and we see from verse one also, not only is it a place of encouragement, but it's also a place of love. You know, our home should be a place of love. Right here at Cornerstone should be a place of love. Our home should be a place of love. When we accepted Jesus Christ into our lives, look, we experienced the love of God. And the love of Christ, we experienced a special comfort, that special love should stir a person to be at peace and and to love other people. 
Now, the word love here is agape love. This is a love that demonstrates selflessness. It's a, it's a sacrificial w- word. It's a sacrificial love. This type of love should be evident in our homes, putting others first. A happy home is a loving home. An agape love was demonstrated when Christ gave himself for us. And so, listen, guys, we should give ourselves for each other, and especially in our homes. I wrote down some verses of scripture. Do we have those up there? First Peter chapter one, verse 22. First Peter chapter one, verse 22. It says, since you have in, in obedience to the truth, purified your souls for a sincere love of the brethren, fervently love one another from the heart. Hey, listen, we have a command that we love one another. Cornerstone, we love one another. But if we're going to have a happy home, there must be love. Look at number three. Number three, not only is there encouragement and love, but we see in these verses of Scripture that there's a, that there's a, a place of fellowship of the Spirit. Now, we can look at this in two different ways. Just as encouragement and love make for a happy home, so does fellowship. So does spending time with one another. You know, we got to spend time with each other. Just as we as a church have fellowship, so should a family. In our homes, we should be submitting to the Holy Spirit. And so we need to make sure, again, that we spend time with one another and make time for each other. I, I, was, I was reading an article, and, and listen to this. During World War II, um, the enemy conducted experiments to find out the most effective type of punishment for making a prisoner talk and give information And they found that solitary confinement was the most effective way because after a few days of being by themselves, most most prisoners would tell everything. And my point I'm trying to make is this, is that, that, you know, families need to spend time together. You You need to schedule things with your family, just like we do in church. There needs to be fellowship. But here's the key to this. Here's the key to this. A place of fellowship of the Spirit is that, is, is that we have to be yielded to the Holy Spirit. Hey, listen, when we're together, it shouldn't be about me and it shouldn't be about you. We should all be yielded to the Spirit when we have fellowship with each other. That's what that means. It means I'm not full of Ron Fox, but it means that I've yielded, I've, I've died, and, and I'm letting the Holy Spirit fill me. And so that's how our time should be spent together. And families... You're, that's how everybody has that responsibility. If your place, if your home is going to be a happy home, it's going to be it's going to be number three is because you are because you are yielded to the Holy Spirit when you're together with your family. That's so important because oftentimes it's always about me. It's always about what 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 can I do? Well, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to watch on television or whatever it is. But a happy home, a place, a way that we make for a happy home is that we're yielded to the Spirit. Young people, be yielded to the Spirit. Okay, and you old people, we all got to be yielded. All right, the next one. Notice in these verses, not only is there the fellowship of the spirit, but there's also it's a place of compassion. It says bows and mercies. And that's talking about our compassion or our affection, our, our love, our sympathy. Listen to me. That's talking about our forgiveness. You know, we need to be forgiving people. We need to be sympathetic. And so a happy home is a place of of compassion. King Frederick II, um, he decided he would raise some kids without maternal affection. Listen to this. He wanted to find out what kind of speech children would have when they grew up. 
if they spoke to no one beforehand. Now, just think about that. This King Frederick wasn't very smart, was he? he but he wanted to know if they were going to speak Hebrew or if they were going to speak Chaldean or whatever language, Greek, Arabic, Latin, whatever it was. Um, but his labor was in vain because, because the kids that he set, a, a set, a, set aside for this experiment all died within two months because there was no affection in their life. Hey, listen, we need each other. Amen, everybody? And, and there needs to be compassion. In our homes, we need each other. We need to talk to each other. In our church, we need to be able to talk to each other. There needs to be that affection. There needs to be forgiveness. There needs to be, be, be that one-on-one and, and togetherness. But most importantly, you know, we, we not just because of that compassion for each other, but we've got to have that forgiveness for each other too, you know, right? Everybody, if God can forgive me, we ought to be able to forgive everybody else. Amen? All right. Lastly, lastly, not only should there be compassion, that makes for a happy home, but also um, the happy home is a place of joy, a place of joy. Verse 2 each member of the family is to be concerned for each other's joy and happiness. And we all know what makes the other person happy, don't we? Don't we? You know, I was thinking about my family. For Allison, it's just a hug. Just a hug. She's having a tough day. She just needs a, a hug. Um, for Nancy, just some kind of act of service, you know. Anything but cleaning her room up, of course. But, uh, but, uh, but it just to where she at. There she is back there. But it's an act of service, just to do something nice for, and, and, and that brings her joy. Um, for our oldest daughter, Carol Ann, um, and this is also true for Nancy, just put her in charge of something. <laughs> she wants to be the boss. Um, you know, for, for Matthew, um, just, uh, you know, turn on an episode of Doctor Who, and he's good to go, right? <laughs> for Tommy, it's showing her affection. She likes to hold hands, and that's what gives her joy. Um, and for me, just just turn me loose outside and give me a project and don't bother me, you know. But uh, to have a happy home, look, is to have joy. We know what what we, we you know you know in your family what gives another person joy. What I'm saying is 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 take time to know what those things are because if, there needs to be joy in the house if it's going to be a happy home. Everybody got it? All right. And then I'm going to give you a bonus: um, humility. There needs to be humility, verses 3 and 4. And Christ, of course, is the best example of humility. He came from heaven to earth, not as a rich king, but he came as a poor carpenter's son. Talking about humility. See, it takes humility to keep unity and harmony right here in the church, but also in our homes. And I think that what we should do is that we should, we should re, re, regard our family members above ourselves just as Christ did and, 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 and humble ourselves uh, in that purpose. Now, a happy home is a place of encouragement, love, fellowship, compassion, joy, and humility. A happy family can only be accomplished through the sacrifice of the love of Jesus Christ. Amen, everybody? Amen. All right, let's pray together. And band, if you'll come on up, and um, we're going to have some worship songs, and then we're going to get right into the cake auction. Father, we love you this morning, and Lord, we just pray right now, God, um, for all of our families here that represent Cornerstone Baptist Church and this local church, and Lord, I thank you for the family, and, and we understand that the family is 
permanent and it's essential. And God, I pray that each and every and all of us here this morning will just make a great effort to make our homes a happy home. Lord, that will have joy, that will have fellowship, that will have love, that will have encouragement, but most of all, that will have you, that will humble ourselves, Lord, to each other. We love you and we give you praise. And Lord, I pray just as the music plays this morning, just as we sing and give you your worth, Lord, that if anything you put upon our hearts, that will respond, that we will respond to you in great obedience. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, do me a favor and stand with me, if you would, please.